The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Spring is coming. It's only a little over a month away. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, February 15th, 2023, Wednesday of the sixth week in Ordinary Time in the Missal. It's liturgical year A, cycle one. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today is Saint Claude de la Colombière. Born in 1641, he showed remarkable preaching skills long before his ordination in 1675. Two months later, he was made superior of a small Jesuit residence in Burgundy. It was there he first encountered Margaret Mary Alacoque. For many years after, he served as her confessor and helped to promote devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. He was sent to England, preached both by words and by example of his holy life, converted a number of Protestants. Claude was rumored to be part of a plot against the king and was imprisoned and ultimately banished. He died in 1682. Saint Claude de la Colombière, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid, so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that parishes placing communion at the center may increasingly become communities of faith, fraternity, and welcome toward those most in need. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, and that you hear me. I adore you with a profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. And they came to Bethsaida, and some people brought to him a blind man and begged him to touch him. These weeks in the Gospel, and also today, we've seen many scenes from our Lord's public life in which contact with our Lord is so crucial. We saw last week the crowds coming and wanting just to touch the hem of Jesus's tunic or his cloak. And if they just touched the hem of that garment, Jesus's power went forth from him to heal. Jesus, help us to have our own contact with you in prayer, in confession, in Holy Communion, where we are truly one with you. We are made one with you in Holy Communion, total contact of body and soul. Help us, Lord, to have this contact which heals us and help us to be open to the ways in which you want to touch us and and heal us and call us to be better and help us to be better. And Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And when he had spit on his eyes and laid his hands upon him, he asked him, Do you see anything? What a beautiful detail here in this narrative. 
Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. Jesus is literally holding this man's hand, walking along the road out of the village, holding his hand, leading him by the hand the whole time. Beautiful thing we could imagine in our own prayer. Reaching out and grasping your hand, Lord Jesus, and having you hold our hand and lead us where you want us to go, leading us to a place where you can deal with us more privately, more intimately, where you can help us in a more personal way. What did Jesus' hand feel like? What was it like to walk behind Jesus? When this man was blind, all he knew of Jesus was his voice and the touch of his hand. And he can hear the sound of Jesus' feet ahead of him and Jesus breathing as they walked. And all the while, that contact with his hand. And when he had spit on his eyes and laid his hands upon him, he asked him, do you see anything? What a great question for our own life, our own prayer. Lord Jesus, to have you ask me, do you see anything? Of course, I see some things, but maybe I need to see more, or maybe I need to see something in my life more clearly, with more faith, with more hope, with a little bit more of your perspective. We end up being like this man. He looked up and said, I see men, but they look like trees walking. He sees, but he doesn't see. He sees the outline. He sees the basic figure, but there's a distortion there. There's still an impairment in his vision. Lord, what are the impairments in my spiritual vision, my moral vision? Perhaps at times I see people and problems as real obstacles and as occasions of being unfaithful or occasions of sin, whereas I could see them as opportunities to love, opportunities to be faithful to you and faithful to others, opportunities to grow in patience or charity. I see men, but they look like trees walking. Then again, he laid his hands upon his eyes and he looked intently and was restored and saw everything clearly. It takes more than one touch from our Lord to heal this man. It takes more than one laying on of the hands for this man's sight to be restored fully. And isn't that like us? How many times have we been to confession, perhaps for the same sins? How many times have we fallen back into some sin or habit that we'd like to break or some attitude that we'd like to overcome? We have to return once and again to the touch of Jesus and confession to the touch of Jesus in the Eucharist. They begged him to touch him. He touches him once and then touches him again. In a way, Lord, we want to touch you constantly, just like you held this man's hand for the whole walk, the whole trip from the village to outside of the village where you, where you healed him. We want a constant contact with our Lord. There's a web marketing company, maybe some of you have heard of it, called Constant Contact. They're not a sponsor of this podcast. It's just an interesting name for a, for a company. And the idea is that you purchase their services and then they help you keep in constant contact with your customers or your potential customers. And they're pretty good at it. If you uh, receive lots of emails from a certain company, so many that you might be starting to get tired of it or um, look for that block sender 
button, you um, you might notice at the bottom of the of the email constant contact that they've purchased this this service to do precisely what is being done to you. You're constantly being contacted by this company to keep you informed of their services or to keep you notified about what's going on. It doesn't have to be advertising. It could just be outreach from a group that you belong to or whatever. And that's a beautiful thing for our spiritual life, right? Sometimes we get annoyed by the companies that that do this, that want to remain in constant contact with us. But with our Lord, it's the opposite. We want constant contact. And thanks be to God, we have constant contact. We live and move and have our being in God. Jesus and the Father make their abode in us. The Holy Spirit indwells in the soul in the state of grace. And so the image of Jesus physically holding this man's hand and maintaining that constant contact and then touching him once and then again in order to heal him of that physical infirmity is expressive of a spiritual reality. We are in constant contact with Jesus spiritually. He's always holding our hand, we could say. And as many times as we need it, we return to his grace for forgiveness, for healing, no matter how many times we fall. Jesus, correct our vision. Do you see anything? He asks this blind man. Do you see anything? Lord, help me to see you. Help me to see you wherever you are in the blessed sacrament, in scripture, in my soul, in the state of grace, in others, as you yourself identify yourself with the least of these, my brethren. What you've done to the least of these, my brethren, you've done to me. What you failed to do to the least of these, my brethren, you failed to do to me. Do you see anything? Lord, well, in the end, I only want to see one thing. I want to see you. I want to see your will and whatever happens to me and whatever happens in the world. I want to see your face in scripture. I want to see your heart beating from the tabernacle in the blessed sacrament. I want to see your sacrifice with the eyes of faith when holy mass is offered. I want to see you in my work and the work that I do for you. You, in a certain sense, are doing with me and through me. Jesus, I want to see you in myself and in others and in everything I do. Do you see anything? Lord, kind of. I kind of see you, but it's like this man. I see you in a blurry way. You're like a tree walking around. Tell me to sharpen my vision and touch me again so that my vision becomes clearer. So I see things clearly with the light of faith, the light of my contemplative soul. We go to our mother, the morning star. She is the light that heralds the coming of the great light. One light appears and shines light upon the earth. And then the next light makes everything super bright. And so this is Our Lady, our contact with her will clear our vision, preparing us for our contact with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me. In this meditation, I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour on Daybreak. 
It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, February 15th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin the stay of prayer, joining with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim, proclaim your praise. praise. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Cry, Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord. 
groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan groan in pain as as we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath. The man who stood so firm. A mere shadow. The man passing by. A mere breath. The riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. Amen. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father, not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil, planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit? You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this, God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. 
But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was in the beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning, and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I put my trust in the word of the Lord. All my hope is in Him. From the book of Proverbs, Wisdom has built her house. She has set up her seven columns. She has dressed her meat, mixed her wine. Yes, she has spread her table. She has set out her maidens. She calls from the heights out over the city. Let whoever is simple turn in here. To him who lacks understanding, I say, Come, eat of my food and drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness that you may live. Advance in the way of understanding. For by me your days will be multiplied and the years of your life increased. He who corrects an arrogant man earns insult, and he who reproves a wicked man incurs opprobrium. Reprove not an arrogant man, lest he hate you. Reprove a wise man, and he will love you. Instruct a wise man, and he becomes still wiser. Teach a just man, and he advances in learning. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. If you are wise, it is to your own advantage, and if you are arrogant, you alone shall bear it. The woman folly is fickle. She is inane and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house upon a seat on the city heights, calling to passerbys as they go on their straight way. Let whoever is simple turn in here, or lacks understanding, for to him I say, Stolen water is sweet, and bread begotten secretly is pleasing. Little he knows that the shades are there, that in the depths of the netherworld are her guests. The Word of the Lord A man once prepared a great banquet and sent his servants out to tell the guests, Come, all is ready. Come, eat my bread and drink the wine which I have mixed for you. Come, all is ready. From a commentary on the book of Proverbs by Procopius of Gaza, Bishop. Wisdom has built herself a house. God the Father's power, himself a person, has fashioned as his dwelling place the whole world in which he lives by his activity, and also man, who created to resemble God's own image and likeness, has a nature which is partly seen and partly hidden from our eyes. And she has set up seven pillars. To man, who was made in the image of likeness of Christ when the rest of creation was completed, wisdom gave the seven gifts of the Spirit to enable him to believe in Christ and to keep his commandments. 
By means of these gifts, the spiritual man grows and develops until, through firm faith and the supernatural graces he receives, he finally reaches maturity. Knowledge stimulates virtue, and virtue reflects knowledge. The fear of the Lord, understanding, and knowledge give the true orientation to his natural wisdom. Power makes him eager to seek understanding of the will of God as revealed in the laws by which the entire creation is governed. Counsel distinguishes these most sacred and eternal laws of God from anything opposed to them, for these laws are meant for man to ponder, to proclaim, and to fulfill. Insight disposes man to embrace these expressions of God's will and to reject whatever contravenes them. She has mingled her wine in a bowl and spread her table. Because the word of God has mingled in man as in a bowl, a spiritual and a physical nature, and has given him a knowledge both of creation and of himself as the creator, it is natural for the things of God to have on man's mind the inebriating effect of wine. Christ himself, the bread from heaven, is his nourishment, enabling him to grow in virtue. And it is Christ who quenches his thirst and gladdens him with his teaching. For all who desire to share in it, he has prepared this rich banquet, a spiritual feast. She has sent forth her servants with a sublime message that all are to come to the bowl and drink. Christ has sent forth his apostles, the servants of his divine will, to proclaim the message of the gospel, which, since it is spiritual, transcends both the natural and the written law. By this he calls us to himself, in whom, as in a bowl, there was brought about by the mystery of the Incarnation, a marvelous mingling of the divine and human natures, although each still remains distinct. And through the apostles, he cries out, Is anyone foolish? Let him turn to me. If anyone is so foolish as to think in his heart that there is no God, let him renounce his disbelief and turn to me by faith. Let him know that I am the maker of all things and their Lord. And to those who lack wisdom, he says, Come, eat my bread, and drink the wine that I have prepared for you. To those who still lack the works of faith and the higher knowledge which inspires them, he says, Come, eat my body, the bread that is the nourishment of virtue, and drink my blood, the wine that cheers you with the joy of true knowledge and makes you divine. For in a wonderful way, I have mingled my divinity with my blood for your salvation. Wisdom has built herself a house. She has set up seven pillars. She, she has prepared her wine and spread her table. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood lives in me, and I in him, says the Lord. She, she has, has prepared her wine and spread her table. Let us pray. O God, who teach us that you abide in hearts that are just and true, grant that we may be so fashioned by your grace 
as to become a dwelling place pleasing to you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Twenty-five minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes. In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer are coming up too on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday of the sixth week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, The Lord Heals a Blind Man. It's from the eighth chapter of the Gospel of Mark. And they came to Bethsaida. Some people brought to him a blind man and begged him to touch him. Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And when he had spit on his eyes and laid his hands upon him, he asked him, Do you see anything? I see men, but they look like trees walking. Then again, Jesus laid his hands upon his eyes, and he looked intently and was restored and saw everything clearly. Jesus sent him away to his home. Do not even enter the village. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. That gospel reading was about seeing, sight. And as Christians, we have to be particularly careful about what we allow our eyes to see. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. Christianity has not changed. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He asks of us the same fidelity, the same fortitude and example that he asked of his first disciples. Nowadays, we too must row against the current on many occasions. It could arise that our friends might not understand at first, but this is often the first step towards drawing them closer to God and helping them to decide to live themselves a deeply Christian life. Our loyalty to God will lead us to avoid the occasions of danger to our soul. So before watching television at home or going out to a show, we have to be sure what we see and hear will not be an occasion of sin. If there is any doubt in our minds, then the only course for us is to keep away from such entertainments. And if we have been badly informed and attend a show that does not match up to our moral standards, as good Christians, we will get up and walk out. If your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and throw it away. The important thing is not to go in the first place or to take one's departure without being afraid of appearing strange or in any way unnatural. For a follower of Jesus Christ, what is unnatural is precisely the opposite. To live as a real Christian, we have to ask God for the virtue of fortitude so that we will not make concessions for ourselves. We want to speak clearly to others without worrying about what people will say even when we think they are not going to understand. Our words, accompanied by our example and an attitude of certainty and cheerfulness, will help them to understand and look for a more soundly based life, a better formation. 
If anyone objects that he is immune to the influence of entertainments of this kind, we can point out to him at a suitable time that gradually, imperceptibly, a sort of hard carapace is formed around the soul, hindering its intimacy with God, and of gradually making impossible the delicacy and respect that all true human love demands. When someone tells us that no harm is done to him by going to such places or watching such programs, it is perhaps a clear sign that he needs to give them up even more than others. His eyes are possibly already clouded and his soul hardened as regards the good. Christians should give such entertainments a wide berth. They should avoid contributing a single farthing towards supporting evil and do what they can to thwart and overcome it. But they should also make a positive contribution towards ensuring the existence of healthy, clean entertainments and wholesome attractions that help people rest from work, give them an opportunity to get to know others, provide pleasant means of intellectual development, and so on. St. Joseph was faithful to his vocation as guardian and protector of Jesus and Mary. He loved them with the purest of loves. Let us ask him today that we should have the fortitude to go on using the means that will enable us to contemplate God with a clear and penetrating gaze, that we should love our fellow creatures with a deep and clean love according to the particular vocation we have received. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 17 before the hour, and we join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? I cry aloud to God, cry aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered, and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered, and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, This is what causes my grief, that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The water saw you, O God. The water saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea your path through the mighty waters, and no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, you established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders. But more wondrously, you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. All your, All your ways, ways are holy. What God, God can compare with our God? My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one 
like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For an all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered. The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as was, it was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as was, it was in, in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. 
Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire, but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The Lord is King. Let the earth rejoice. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Trial or distress? Or persecution? Or hunger or nakedness? Or danger? Or the sword? Yet in all this we are more than conquerors because of him who has loved us. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. I will bless the Lord all my life long. I will will bless bless the Lord all my life long. With a song of praise ever on my lips. All All my my life life long. long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I will bless the Lord all my life long. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Let us pray. Blessed be God, our Savior who promised to remain with his church all days until the end of the world. Let us give him thanks and call out, Remain with us, Lord. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. Remain with us the whole day, Lord. Let your grace be a sun that never sets. Remain with with us, Lord. We dedicate this day to you as an offering. Do not let us offer anything that is evil. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. May your gift of light pervade this whole day. That we may be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. 
May the love of your Holy Spirit direct our hearts and our lips. And may we always act in accordance with your will. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, as a new day dawns, send the radiance of your light to shine in our hearts. Make us true to your teaching. Keep us free from error and sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Time to get another new day moving. Morning air is coming right up with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out and make this a great day now and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.